Hey everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of the Podcasting for Business show. Welcome and a very, very happy new year to you all. Not only is it a new year, but we're in a new flipping decade. How did that happen? So I've got a really fantastic episode for you today because I know at this time of year, all of us entrepreneurs are thinking about the year ahead and what we're going to do and the goals we're going to set and what we should be focusing on. So a little while before Christmas, I reached out to some entrepreneurial friends and I asked them to tell me what is their best piece of advice for people who are starting their businesses or scaling in their businesses. And they've come back with some treasure troves, honestly. And it's amazing, honestly, some of the tips and advice that you're going to hear from these fantastic entrepreneurs who are all experts in their own fields. All of you listeners have something in common. Now, you've either started a podcast or you're thinking about starting one and you're starting a business or you're growing a business. So you all have that in common. So I wanted to make sure that we had an episode right at the top of the year, the top of the decade, where you could get some advice from people who are out there doing it already. Before we go into the main part of the show and you hear all of the advice, I want to remind you all about my free five-day plan your podcast experience. I can't tell you how excited I am about this. It's the first time that I've run this particular experience and it actually starts on the 9th of January. So if you're listening to this episode after the 15th of January, which is when it finishes, I'm afraid you're going to have to wait till next time. And I don't know when that's going to be just yet, but it's the 9th to the 15th of January. I'll put the link in the show notes for you, or you can head over to lindsayann.com, go to the podcast page, episode 14, which is this one, and you'll find the link to sign up. Honestly, it's going to be fantastic. There are over 500 of you already who've requested to join the challenge, and I can't wait to get started with you all. Okay, let's hear from the experts. I can't wait for you to hear this. Hi, I'm Casey, a business coach that helps women build, grow, and scale their business in a way that brings them joy and creates an exciting income. I've been an entrepreneur for 29 years, and one thing I know for sure is that you have to start with your mindset. Many times, it's not knowledge or skills that hold us back from stepping into entrepreneurship or even scaling for that matter. It's the common mental gremlins like fear, self-doubt, and the dreaded imposter syndrome that keeps us from rooting down into our power. How do you start creating new neural pathways in your brain to pave the way to success? Don't just monitor negative self-talk, but turn it around. If the thought comes in like, who am I to create this? Immediately flip it to who am I not to create this? Because my friend, like Elizabeth Gilbert says in her book, Big Magic, Ideas need to be manifested. They are coming to you for a reason, for a divine right purpose. If you believe the false mental tape deck, opportunities will pass you by one right after another. And I know because you're listening to this that you don't want that. You're ready to change the story. You're ready to embrace 2020 in a fresh, new, and confident way. My best advice for succeeding in business is cultivate 
self-confidence by doing, by approaching sales as service, and by developing a practice either through affirmations or journaling that spackles in all the old mental grooves of past stories and lack and limitation paradigms. Because abundance is our birthright. We just have to trust and receive. Hello, my name is Elaine Batho and I'm a life and wellness coach. I work with busy professional women in hospitality, helping them to get their life and energy back. And I've been in my business now three and a half years, and it's been a really amazing, interesting and hard journey. I've learned more about myself in the last three and a half years than I have done in over 10 years of personal development. It's been a phenomenal ride. So very quickly in these three minutes, I'm going to share with you the things that I have learned the most about myself in business. Number one is mindsets of confidence, self-belief, courage, resilience. All of those mindsets are essential tools for every single day in my business. Some days they're strong, stronger, some days they're less strong, but I need them every day to keep going. Another one is get help, get support, get a great coach, get a great mentor, get a great network of people around you that are ahead of you in your business that can help shine the light of the path that you're walking on which gives you kind of hope and confidence that it can be done and they can help you on that journey too. And I'd also say be very careful about the people that you choose. I've worked with some people in the past who are fabulous, but they're not my people and their values differ to mine and the things that they were teaching me to do weren't congruent with who I am and what I'm trying to do for my customers. So then consequently, it didn't work. Um, Everything is a learning, so I don't see it as a bad experience, but it could have been a few months that I invested elsewhere and perhaps been further along on my journey. Perhaps not, but I would say now I have an amazing business coach and, yeah, she's been so, so helpful. Next thing I would say, um, on the back of saying working with a coach, my coach has helped me get more structured in the day-to-day of my business. Sometimes I can get really overwhelmed with all the things I need to do, but when I go back to the structure that I've set in place, it helps me keep getting stuff done. Even if it's just something really small, I get it done, and then I feel like I'm back on track again. And then the final one I'm going to say is being adaptable, being flexible, you know, my business has changed so much in three and a half years and keeping that real flexible mindset and being open to changes and evolving and collaboration is been really, really phenomenal. My business today and what I do is very different to what I thought it was going to be when I first started, although it's functionally it's the same, but I've added and changed so much. Anyway, so that is my three minutes of top tips. I hope you find it helpful. Hi, Lindsay. It's Lindsay from Elite VA. Thank you so much for this amazing opportunity to really to speak to your your listeners on the podcast about advice on starting and scaling their businesses to help them get inspired for 2020. Since starting my business five years ago and working with female entrepreneurs over the past five years, I would definitely say that one of the things that I have seen a trend or 
come across quite regularly is this tech overwhelm where they, they're, they're getting frustrated with tech. They maybe have something to action in their business. And because they, they don't have either the skill set or the mental capacity to find a solution to the tech on their in their online business, because let's face it, most female entrepreneurs that are starting to scale their business are looking to scale using the online capacity. And so when they reach this overwhelm, I have found that they are stopping. They are not moving on with their business goals. They're not progressing with their their growth of their business. And they, they feel like they have reached this ultimate low. And so my one big tip on helping clients start to scale their business and to up-level is to outsource their tech. And even if I wasn't a tech VA and I was doing something else and I was coaching clients or or doing something similar, that is absolutely the one thing I would recommend. My colleague Gerber has a book called The E-Myth Revisited. If you haven't read it, I would highly recommend reading it. He speaks about when you have your own business, you have many roles or he calls them hats within your business. And there are um, different occasions within your day-to-day structure of the business where you wear many hats. And those many hats require certain skills and certain mental capacity to, to, to get through your day. Sometimes we wear too many hats in the day and at the end of the day we're feeling overwhelmed, frustrated that we haven't tackled anything or that really frustrated with the fact that we haven't worked on that day in our zone of genius. Hi. It's Alex Grzybek, and I'm a confidence and life coach and founder of Confidence Rockstar. My best piece of advice to start a business is to share your story. Be vulnerable and be open with your story. People love stories. People resonate with stories. They find themselves in the stories and you never know who you can inspire, who you can motivate, who you can impact with your story. When you've done something amazing, you've accomplished great things in your life, share it. People want to hear that. But also share the ugly bits, share difficult moments, share tough experiences even some traumas that you needed to go through. If you went down and you lift yourself up, people want to hear that. If you had difficult challenges in your life, people want to hear about them. And you never know who is watching. You never know who is listening. You may get an odd message from someone that you've never thought about thanking you for sharing your story thanking you for bringing this message out there and helping them change their lives, maybe. People will love you for it. 
They don't want to hear only about roses and rainbows, that everything is always perfect and you are always happy and smiling. People resonate with the difficult moments as well. People resonate with you for you having a courage to be open, vulnerable and share not so amazing and great bits with them as well. So share your story. You may think you may you don't have a story. Everybody has a story and every story is an inspiring one. Go out there, share your story and shine. Hi, my name is Isabella Ne. I'm a personal branding and PR coach and founder of Hairstyle Hive. If you are thinking about starting your own business, just do it. I know you will have lots of thoughts popping up into your head. You will often feel overwhelmed. You will start questioning yourself. You will feel that you are not good enough. Uh, you will start thinking, why would someone want to work with you? If you, if you want to have a product-based business, then you will start questioning, why would someone want to buy your product? Uh, running a business is not an easy ride. You will hit many rocky moments. You will have moments when you want to give up. But keep persisting, keep fighting, keep following your dreams. And make sure you get visible as well. Share your story with your audience. Be authentic. Don't try to emulate anyone else. I know there are many successful people out there, but don't try to be like them. Be yourself and that will show and people you, you will start attracting your crowd. People will want to work with you. And get visible. Start pitching for opportunities. You don't need a huge mailing list. You don't need to be fully booked out to position yourself as an expert. Believe in yourself and believe that you are an expert already. Hi, it's Claire Winter here, the founder of the Cracking Content Club. I am absolutely passionate about helping business owners and entrepreneurs sell with stories. We are all natural born storytellers. It's been around for thousands of years and you can really bring this into your content creation and um, really make a difference to how you connect and convert your customers if you use the principles of storytelling. Um, as a journalist, I've been telling people stories for 20 years and if you remember this when you're creating your content, you are going to have a bigger impact. So think about your eye-catching headline. How can you grab people's attention quickly? What is the main point of what you're trying to say? There is no point creating content for content's sake. Create content with purpose. What do you want that person to do next? What do you want them to learn? So remember that the story you're telling is not about you. It's about your customer and the problems that you solve for them. And once you start concentrating on that customer and really, really understanding what they need to hear, you are going to start creating content that's really going to resonate with them so that the leads come to you instead of the other way around. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you and your listeners today. My name is Verna Cothran. I'm the founder and principal consultant of Colibri Blue Group a business consulting and coaching firm that provides strategic planning, financial analysis, and implementation services. I help my clients bring their personal and professional objectives into clear alignment. And what sets me apart is that I am always emphasizing their self-care as part of their daily routine. By ensuring that they are fully renewed and recharged, 
we know that they will have the best gifts to offer to their clients. My advice when starting or scaling a business is to always know your financial position. This sounds intuitive, and actually it is, but it's amazing how often this activity gets put to the side, especially during startup mode. When we first start out as entrepreneurs and small business leaders, we're buried under the weight of many necessary activities, setting up our business structure, creating our brand identity, getting the website up and running, and most importantly, serving our clients, without whom we wouldn't have a business to run at all. The truth is we're so small at that moment in time that it's easy to put off financial planning and tracking. You know what I mean, where you think to yourself, I'll get my proposal and invoicing system up when I need it. Or I just started, there are no financials to track right now, so I need to devote my time to the things that will bring in my income. These are really true, accurate thoughts. It makes sense. However, this is also the moment in time that it's easiest to set up our cash flow and forecasting systems and reports. Now, while there's little to no income or outflow of money, this is the best moment actually to define how you will track the movement of your money so that you always know how much you think is coming in, how much you actually need to stay afloat, and what each and every month looks like for you. Waiting until later will require a bigger investment of your time, energy, and money as you try to look at your finances retroactively. You may even have to bring in outside help just to get your head around all of the activity and business that you've done. So my advice to you, don't wait. Set your tracking systems up today so that your financial position is always in your line of sight. Make 2020 your year of clear vision and focus. Hi, Lindsay. It's Louise Lewis here from Louise Lewis Coaching. Um, my advice is for anyone starting up a business, and it's just to remember that all of those rules that applied when you were working with a corporate are no longer relevant. You get to decide what rules apply to you and how you want to work in your business. And that means that you get to make it fun. You get to look at the things that you're great at, the things that you are doing, and do more of that. Um, and I suppose related to that, well, I would say it's really useful if you can find out the best times of day for you to work. So you get to work with your energy now. Gone are the days where you are required to do a nine till five. So that's it. Find out what's fun. Do what you enjoy. Create your rules, not the rules you think you should have. Manage your energy and be really proud of yourself that you're doing something that you love and that's just for you. Hi, it's Yvonne here from YMR Coaching and Development. And I just wanted to reach out to all of you budding entrepreneurs and people who are just really thinking they want to start 2020 in a different way and start your own businesses. It is a really cool idea. It's a cool way to be. It's a cool way to work. And you really are in complete charge of how things will go for you. However, with that comes sometimes a bit of concern over, I have too much options and I don't know where to start and I don't know what to do. And it all seems just so big all of a sudden. And I'm not sure if this is a great idea. 
And what am I thinking? And all of these little internal chats that you have with yourself is completely normal. What I would like to say as a piece of advice is what to do about those little pieces of information that sneak in to try and tell you, why are you doing this? So for me, it was a case of jotting things down when they're whizzing around in my head, pop them down on a, on a piece of paper or ideally in a little notebook that's purely just for thoughts. Remember that the Rome wasn't built in a day and neither is your business. You will see all sorts of, you can do this in just one quick sw swipe or, you know, you will earn six figures in two weeks. The reality is it's hard work, but it's your hard work and it's for your business and it's for you as opposed to for somebody else. So I think what I'm trying to say here is it, you take the rough and the smooth. It's going to be high and it's going to be low, but just know that it's your baby. It's what you want to do. Keep going back to the reason why you wanted to start off in the first place. And especially if you're a person who's going to have your own business where you're working from home a lot, really do reach out and find other people who are just like you, other people that are trying to make it work just like you. And just know that you're not on your own. It just makes the world a difference. So, hey, well done on deciding you want to do it. I would suggest, yay, it's fantastic. Go for it. Remember, you're going to fall over and scrub your knees a couple of times. That's normal. That's called learning. And honestly, at the end of the day, it is fabulous because it's your baby. It's for you. You will make it go where you want to go, when you want to go and how you want it to go. So good luck. Wish you well. And here's flying the flags for you until you fly them yourself. I'm Aditi from Raising World Children, which is a global online and in print publication for creating diverse content for multicultural parents. The best piece of advice that I can give any entrepreneur who is in the beginning of their journey of uh, starting a business is that always be willing to adapt. Do not set yourself to a path which on, from which you cannot divert. Make sure that you take all the stats and take all the analytics and make sure that you are willing to change per the requirements of your audience. Also, there is always room for improvement. So always be willing to educate yourself and keep learning. Wishing you all a great 2020 in business and entrepreneurship. Much love. Hi, my name is Isabel Lydell. I run Curiosity and Clarity Market Research. And my tip would be this. Always keep on learning about your target customers and always keep talking to your actual customers. Think of them like a new and massively interesting friend. You wouldn't talk to a new friend once and then assume you knew everything about them and never talk to them again. That'd be weird, right? And it's the same with your business. A lot of businesses at the beginning create a customer profile or an ideal client avatar and then tick it off the list and put it in a drawer and never go back to it. But the most successful businesses, and this isn't just me saying this, it's been proven by loads and loads of studies, are the, the most successful businesses are the ones that keep on asking questions because things change. Your business changes, your customers change, you change. And the world around you and your customers changes, which means that what they think changes. 
and what they need from you changes. And therefore, what you sell to them, how you sell to them needs to change too. And if you keep asking questions, you've got a much better chance of getting this right. And if you keep looking at what they need, you will get loads of really positive things. You'll get loads of confidence and reassurance that lots of what you're doing is right. There's nothing better than having, you know, an ideal customer of yours who you haven't set up to do it saying, I really love what you're doing. I would absolutely buy that new product you've created. I absolutely want you to talk to me in this way because it gives you that confidence and that reassurance. Talking to them will give you loads of ideas for new things to try that you know will sell. And you'll save yourself a shed load of time, energy and cash working on things that, you know what, they don't really want. And it doesn't need to mean big pieces of research. You know, they absolutely have their place. But what I'm talking about now is going little and often talking talking to people online talking to your customers looking at your data looking at what people are saying listening to people what people are saying you know it's the little and often that makes a difference and just being interested will take you a really long way with this now if you have that mindset that they are this new and interesting friend it makes researching really natural and really fun because you want to know about them um so that would be my tip you talking to your customers, finding out about your customers, doing your market research. It's not just for startups. It's absolutely for business life. So there you go. All of that goodness and advice from so many entrepreneurs who are already experts in their field. So I hope that's been really helpful for you. My own best piece of advice for you, I'm going to keep it really short and sweet, is that when it feels like it's all too much, And when it feels like it's taking forever and you're not getting the clients that you want to get or you're not reaching the people you want to reach, just keep going. Trust the process and remember that when you do become successful, because that's inevitable, because you're not going to give up. If you keep going, you're going to be successful. And when you do get there, remember that the story that you have created on your journey to getting there is going to help so many other people who are going through the same thing as you did. So my best piece of advice for you is to keep going. Grow that resilience muscle, keep going, pick yourself up and don't give up. So I would love to hear which piece of advice has resonated with you the most from this episode come on over to the Facebook group, Podcasting for Business Community, and tell us what you thought of the episode. And if you are enjoying the show, I would love it, really love it, if you would go over to iTunes and leave me a review and a rating and let me know what you think of the show. Thank you so much for joining us and I'll see you all next week. Bye for now.